after the a weekend in New York slash New Jersey, maybe the Sharks aren't the worst team in the world. Uh, so we're going to break down both the Sharks uh, Rangers and Devils games uh, and see again. Maybe this isn't the worst team ever put on Earth. So all that and more on today's episode. You're locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello. Welcome to Locked On Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, proudly a part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day, and if you want to be an everyday, all you got to do is just follow wherever you get podcasts, or you can watch on YouTube as well. And um, maybe the Sharks aren't the worst team that has been ever created um, a walking abomination. Maybe they're just like, okay ish. And I think um, that might be the big takeaway as the sharks uh, played really fun, exciting hockey this weekend, beating the devil six to three on Friday night. And then playing a, the best team in the NHL and the New York Rangers and making a furious comeback and making that a six uh, to five game. So we're going to be discussing that. We're going to look at each game more individually. Um, before we get into all that, I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you guys by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So fun weekend of hockey. Um, this team, like... They're playing good, goodish hockey right now. They're playing. They're playing some of the best hockey we've seen out of easily the best hockey we've seen out of them all season. Um, and yes, I know they're still not winning a lot of games, and they beat the Devils on on Friday night. And that game, the numbers are definitely not in favor of the Sharks, but they won a game. And quick side note: um, after the Team of Meyer trade. Just winning one against the Devils feels really good for me, uh, especially just everything that went on with the trade deadline, having to deal with Devils fans, my mentions for uh, basically ever since the beginning of last year, asking for Timo Meyer, and then with everything that happened with the Timo Meyer trade, it's just nice, nice for this one uh, where <laughs> the Devils outplayed the Sharks, but the Sharks, you know, um, they're getting contributions from Mikel Granlund. Fabian Zetterlin and Anthony Duclair. Um, and it is good to see these guys playing well. And we'll kind of dig into them, you know, in a little bit here, especially when we look at the numbers, but um, it's just nice, nice to, nice to win that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure the devils will probably uh, beat the brakes off the sharks here the next time they play in San Jose. But again, it was just nice to, nice to win that one. But this team right now, they're, they're playing Pretty solid hockey. Um, they're the offense has kind of come to live, especially since we've seen that Duclair, uh, Zetterling, Granlin line put together. And it's this team has been very much a one line team, but now you can start to see the makings of a potential like two lines. Plus, they've been getting contributions from the bottom six, right? Um, 
with Alexander Barabanov back now, we're going to see, you know, him, um, Hurdle and Eklund play well together. And I think thought that it played pretty well for the most part um, against a very, very good Rangers team um, on. And again, we'll look at the numbers here a little bit more and kind of dig into that. But that line I thought played really, really well. And then you're getting contributions from, you know, like Jacob McDonald um, noted defenseman turned uh, forward. You know, you're seeing the guys like Ryan Carpenter, you know, that fourth, third and fourth line has been playing pretty well for the most part. And you're starting to see some goals from it. And then, Kalen Addison, like his contributions, like you, you're starting to see it. Um, if the Sharks can continue to get outstanding goaltending, like they're gonna be a tough night every night. And again, we that's all we ask for, right? Is just to play good, competent hockey from time to time, and at least see the direction of the franchise and where it's going in. Um, I think you have to be excited about seeing some of these pieces right and duclair who is a um you know a free agent and has kind of said like hey i would be open to staying around like having duclair on this team for the next you know three four years sign me up especially if he's going to continue to play like this and once you start to add some more dynamic pieces around um cool michael grandland you know he's definitely a struggle for the beginning of part of the season but Granlin's returned to form. And uh, if you remember way back when the Sharks traded for Mikel Granlin as part of the Eric Carlson trade, kind of digging into his numbers. And, you know, I know last year, especially with the Penguins, was not a good season for him. But you could, if you dig into some of the numbers, like you saw Mikel Granlin could still be a really good player and still does a great job of, you know, distributing the puck and a great passer. And you saw that this weekend, right? I mean, look at the, that sauce that he get, put on that for the Anthony Duclair goal um, on Friday night, where it's just a beautiful, just over two guys sticks right in Duclair's wheelhouse and, and Duclair, you know, banged it home. And then Zetterlin, who is a big piece back from the devil's trade, um, leading the Sharks in goals right now with seven goals this season and looks like a brand new man. Um, like it's fun. And Eklund got an empty net goal. Only way you get an empty net goal is if the coach trusts you out there with the when the game was on the line. Um, and yes, I know they were up five to three at that point, but still, like you the David Quinn, like Eklund is earning the trust, right? And hurdle hurdle and Barabanov, I, I think that line, especially with Hurdle coming back from his kidney stones, I expect that, you know, expect Hurdle to kind of get back into things here. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if in a week or so, if we're talking about the Eklund Barabanov and hurdle line has really started to find some chemistry, especially with Barabanov coming back from an, you know, missing, you know, five weeks now um, hurdle coming back from an injury. And this line really didn't get a chance to play much together before Barabanov's injury. Remember Eklund started the year like line, you know, the third line and has been kind of working his way up. So um there's really exciting pieces to, to see here uh, with the Sharks and don't win too many games. Uh, we're still 100% team tank. You know, Macklin Celebrini is going to look really nice coming home in teal. Uh, we just don't want Chicago winning the, the draft again, but it's just good to watch competent hockey. And I think we can put all those David Quinn. Is he going to last and stuff? I think we can put those questions to bed um, for now because since you know basically since that two those two games against uh pittsburgh and vancouver with the exception of of the cracking game this team has been ready to play for most nights and you've seen it especially lately where they come out of the gate and they've been really strong and just 
maybe can't keep up the entire game. And that, that's what happens when you're just a talent poor team like the Sharks are right now. But they're playing harder. They're playing good. Um, need to watch some of the, the dumb penalties here and there. I thought especially the first period you against the Rangers. Again, we'll talk about this a little bit more. But uh, you're putting yourself kind of behind the eight ball, when, especially when you're a talent poor team. Um, but again, Quinn's got these guys playing hard. Um, so we'll we'll see. Still dealing with some more injuries here. Um, some transaction news again before we kind of get into you know each game, game specifically. But um Kinejov is waived, um, cleared waivers, sent down to the Barracuda. So he will go play with the Barracuda for now, um, which is good for him, right? He hasn't really gotten a chance to kind of play this year, and I think he just needs to get reps. I really, really hope we see, like, Kinejov Mukhamadulin, just a side note, or maybe Kinejov Gavanke. But, um, so, small thing with that, uh, since he was making over $1.15 million, uh, the does have a $100,000 cap hit on the Sharks uh, right now. Again, doesn't matter. The Sharks have plenty of cap space. Um, of course, Jan Ruda and uh, Alexander Barabanov both returned from IR today um, or on Sunday, made their uh, you know debuts, or not debuts, but they made their returns. Um, but then uh, Nico Sturm and Emerson both missed the games, uh, both missed the game tonight with uh, injuries. So we'll kind of keep an eye on those uh, guys, especially, you know, I think Emerson's been playing pretty well and Nico Sturm is so important to kind of solidify that bottom pair or that bottom six. So, um, and we know what Sturm does on the penalty kill and his face-off ability. So just kind of keep an eye on those. The Sharks really juggling these IRs and injuries and and Luke Cunning going to IR. I think that was on Friday as well. So um, Sharks are kind of that bottom six is getting taken a little bit of a, a hit right now with uh, Cunning out and Sturm potentially out. So we'll see how the Sharks continue to navigate this. So uh, we'll talk about the Devils game first, uh, and then we'll talk about the Rangers game next here in one second. This year, um, the NHL in full swing right now, the Sharks could score 50 goals combined, or maybe now, who knows, the way they're playing right now. Um they could definitely win the draft lottery and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper, the official daily fantasy hockey app of locked on NHL network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey, because with sleeper, you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy contests. All you got to do is just either pick your favorite players, your favorite studs, superstars, whoever you want to pick. So if you want to pick like Ovechkin, Crosby, McKinnon, or if you want to pick Slippery Pete, uh, Anthony Duclair, the coolest guy in the NHL, or whoever, uh, just record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Sharks fans. You can win a 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, so let's start with the Devils game, which, uh, again really fun to fun night to be on Twitter, uh, especially with everything, everything sharks fans have had, kind of had to deal with, uh, since 
basically the spring. So, uh, I guess February, man, it's been a long time, but, um, interesting numbers. Again, the devil's easily outplayed, uh, the sharks capo Kakadin was an absolute maniac and the sharks just took advantage of their opportunities. Right. Um, in this game, especially when you score six goals on 18 shots, you take advantage of your opportunities. Um, in this game, the sharks had no power play opportunities. Uh, so they did all their damage kind of five on five. But I think the, the thing was just how well they responded, right? Anytime the devil started to kind of like get a goal, started crying back, boom, Sharks score right away to kind of put the nail on, uh, you know, in the coffin on the team. And, um, you know, Jacob McDonald, Anthony Duclair, <laughs> Jacob McDonald, man. I wonder again, we'll, we'll probably talk some trade deadline stuff this week, but you wonder if a team comes calling for Jacob McDonald just because his versatility, what he can do. But anyway, um, so five V five numbers, uh, the devils again, 73 to 37 shot attempts. Um, actual shots was 35 to 17 at five V five. Uh, I think the sharks got a shorthanded shot or something like that. If I remember correctly, um, scoring chances, 42 to 17 in favor of the devils 42 scoring chances is ridiculous high danger chances 15 to 8 uh that just shows how much capo kakana was on his game right there uh expected goals for 3.76 to 1.57 in favor of the devils um yeah just like great job great job capo kakana keeping the sharks in this so um lines um so Fabian Zetterlin, Mikhail Granlin, Anthony Duclair led the way at time on ice with 1419 um shot again the shot attempts and stuff are going to be so out of whack just because of uh again how much pressure the shark or the devils put on the shark so uh five shot attempts gave up 25 <laughs> woof but three shots for 11 goals for 2 to 1 baby that is uh Let's go. Um, so there's that line had five shot attempts um, and scored two goals. Brutal. But hockey is a dumb sport sometimes. Um, expected goals for 0.28 to 0.9, two to 15 scoring chances, two to three high danger chances, um, mostly defensive zone starts, especially with Granlin, how well he's been on the draw there. So, um, Eklund Hurdle Hoffman, 1307. Not as lopsided, 13 to 16 shot attempts, uh, five to seven actual shots, 0.32 to 0.55 expected goals for uh, six to seven scoring chances, gave up two high danger chances, and a lot of defensive zone starts as well. Um, and then we had Giovanni Smith, Ryan Carpenter, and Justin Bailey uh, play as well. And then um, Jacob McDonald, uh, Nico Sturm, and Kevin LeBron bank as well um i did talk to the guys at natural satric and they said with justin bailey until the nhl changes his designation it's too hard for them to go in there and manually track it so it's a little bit tough to look at the lines there with justin uh or sorry justin bailey which uh jacob mcdonald so until nhl officially calls him a forward um maybe forward slash defense or whatever uh not much we can do about that but Let's look. Let's give Kapokak and his flowers because he was um, outstanding. So all situations, forty-seven shots gave up, uh, made forty-four saves, three goals against, expected goals against, 
539. Five point, sorry, 5.39. So, um, yeah, the Devils probably should have scored five or six goals there. Um, just, just for keeping it, uh, if you want to ch- check. Um, uh, Akir Schmid, uh, I don't know, is that how you say his name? Anyway, um, he expected goals against was 1.57. The Sharks scored five on him. Uh, so 5.39 expected goals against, uh, 9.36 save percentage, 3.00 goals against, 13 high dangers shots, 11 high dangers saves, um, 15 to 14 on the mid danger, and then 18 to 18 low danger. Um, if it wasn't for Capo Kakinen, this game would have been an absolute bloodbath because the, the Devils definitely put, took it to the Sharks. Excuse me. Devils definitely took it to the Sharks. Um, but this was just sometimes. I mean, how many times have we seen the Sharks play well before and they get goalied? It's nice to be on the other end of that every once in a while. So um, and I, I think, again, hopefully with Capo Kakinen playing the way he is right now, we can see a more even distribution of the games between Capo and Mackenzie Blackwood because Capo has been playing really good for the past couple of weeks. And um, as well as Blackwood has been playing and you want to keep running him out there again, we know with Blackwood's health issues before, like you don't want to put too much stress on him. Um, especially if you want to maybe turn him either one of these guys into a trade piece um, or if you want to, you know, keep them, but you don't want to run, you know, kind of run them into the ground right now. So it is good to see Capo Kakadam playing well. It's kind of weird to be able to kind of put either goalie out and you feel pretty good about it. Uh, it's been a long time uh, since you can kind of what, since maybe the Martin Jones, James Reimer days, um, where you can you feel like, yeah, I can run out either goalie, and the Sharks are probably going to be in this game for the most part as long as they do anything offensively. You feel like the Sharks are at least going to be able to contend, or the goalies are going to be in a position to make you feel like you can potentially steal one. So um, overall, though, I, I think though from this game, um, you can't keep playing that style of you know getting outshot bajillion shots to none or shot attempts a bajillion shots to none, but. Um, Capo Kakinen was the man. Um, and the Sharks are going to have some fun decisions with Blackwood and Capo Kakinen, especially as we get closer to the trade deadline. Um, but that's for another day. So before we continue, uh, we switch over to the Rangers recap and look at uh, all the fun stats and uh, stuff like that. Do just need to take a quick break. If you are out there looking for the next, uh, perfect person for your business. Um, That's where Indeed comes in. Um, Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and uh, hire all in one place. You don't just spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills. We can do that all with Indeed. And if you hate waiting because who likes waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Um, With candidates, the great thing with Indeed and it's get invited to hire, uh, to be, you know, hired. So they apply through the instant match and they get three times more likely to apply to your job and candidates who can only see and search according to us. Indeed plus indeed works hard for you. They sponsor a job. Boom. Instant match. So it shows you the candidates whose resumes on indeed 
fit your job description immediately after your post with Instant Match. You can start hiring fast. So join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Um, Indeed knows you're growing your business uh, needs to have, make every dollar count. That's why with an Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Uh, visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for, for everyone. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right. Um, we are back here, locked on sharks, feeling good about the direction of the sharks and kind of what's to come, especially with the way the prospects are playing. Quint Musty, the big piece the sharks got back from the uh Timo Meyer trade, looking like a man possessed. But uh, we'll talk, I'm sure we'll talk more Quentin Musty uh at some point this week because. The dude's looking good. Go watch Friday's game. Um, if you get a chance, go watch his game on Friday uh, night. And he was um, a monster. So anyway, let's switch over to the Rangers game that just happened tonight. And um, again, the Sharks Rangers really kind of played, you know, pretty close for the most part. Um, you know, Sharks, of course, jumping out to a lead again. And then Rangers kind of crawling back. But then the Rangers, you know, they are one of the best team, if not the best team in the NHL uh, right now. Sharks made him sweat. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Sharks made the Rangers sweat in this game. So, um, especially in that, that, the end of that game, which is something I'm, I'm sure the Rangers will definitely take away and kind of use as a learning experience. But um, in this game, much closer kind of numbers, especially compared to the Rangers game. And I think this is something you can kind of take away from uh from this game so um 49 11 5v5 55 to 52 shot attempts in favor of the rangers so relatively close again um sharks definitely made it a little bit closer in the third period as they were in scramble mode um corsi 51.4 to 48.6 in favor of the rangers um actual shots on goal at 5v5 31 to 22 so the rangers even though the shot attempts were close the rangers were doing a much better job of kind of getting actual shots on net um, scoring chances for 37 to 30 in favor of the sharks, especially that third period where they had 16 scoring chances. Um, and then you, they kind of built on their scoring chances throughout the game, eight, 13, and then 16 is, again, when you're down by three, you're definitely in scramble mode. there, trying to catch up um, 17 to 14 high danger chances in favor of the sharks. Um, spectacles for 3.16 to 3.06. So, Rangers might have gotten more shots on the goal. Um, you know, the shot attempts were pretty close, but the Sharks, I think, definitely had more quality. It was quality over quantity, I would say, um, for the Sharks, and especially that third period where they really, you know, pushed hard. Um, even in the second period at 5v5, you can kind of, after the Sharks' two power plays, they really like they earned those power plays, and then they kind of chipped away, chipped away, chipped away at it. So, um, a lot of on the backs of Grandland, Duclair, and and uh, Zetterlin. So uh, lines for this game: Zetterlin, Grandland, Duclair, uh, LeBanc, Carpenter, Bailey, Eklund, Hurdle, Barabanov, um, and then it was um, you had Hoffman. Um, it was Hoffman, McDonald, and then Smith as well. And I, they were kind of rotating who was the center in that, but. Um, 
5v5. So Eklund, Hurdle, Bear, Banoff led the way. Um, and surprisingly good numbers for them. So 13 shot attempts, four gave up seven actual shots. Was three, two, three. Uh, goal four um, and gave up a goal. The goal allowed was a little bit of a tough one where, you know, I, th- I think you like a little bit cleaner defense in the neutral zone there, but uh, especially the way that it was kind of broken out and Benino. Nick Benito made a really great play. Uh, they do that well, but um, on their goal, though, especially you know, it was uh, you know in their their comeback there, um, hurdle with a lot of patience finds Kalen Addison, and Kalen Addison, man, he's really starting to kind of find his groove with the Sharks right now. Made a great play uh, and found Barabanov, who's just kind of hanging out there. So um, I thought Equin. You know, I think maybe haven't really seen the production as much as we want at 5v5 right now, but I think he's still making a lot of good quality plays and making his line better. Again, like I talked about earlier, I think when this line starts to gel here and gets a little bit of run together, um, I think we could see a really nice kind of one-two between the Hurdle-Granlin lines here. So uh, so you've got the Granlin lines, Edlin, Granlin, Duclair, play 10-25. 17 shot attempts, gave up 14. Um, extra shots was 8 to 10. 2 to 1 goals um, in favor of that line. 134 expected goals for uh, 115. So uh, 1.15 expected goals allowed. So that line is not the greatest defensively. So I think it's important that you put strong defenders out there uh, with them to maybe kind of help. But 15 scoring chances, gave up 10, uh, 9 to 8 high danger chances. And right now, this this line is just on a tear. Um, and I think the Sharks just continue to ride this line um, until it stops working because this has been the, sh- the Sharks' best line that we've seen all year, to be honest. So, um, LeBain Carpenter Bailey played 906, uh, 15 to 6 shot attempts. So, good pretty solid from them seven to three actual shots one goal did have a goal gave up a goal as well 0.4 to 0.24 expected goals um and then uh 11 scoring chances for that line uh to two three to nothing high danger chances so um yeah i mean the sharks have they're they're playing hard and they're playing well and that's i think that's all you can ask for right now um Mackenzie Blackwood, maybe not his best night, but uh, it was still, you know, a pretty solid night. I mean, none of the goals that you can really kind of point to and be like, yeah, Blackwood probably had that, should have, you know, you'd probably like that one back. Like, the Rangers are a really good team, and Panarin's one of the best players in the world. And, and Panarin scores a hat trick on you, man. Is you know, he, he's a great player. So, um, 36 shots, I made 30 saves, six goals against. Expected goals against is 4.17, so it's not like you know, looking at like the devil's game from, from Friday, like the Rangers had a lot of offense in this game as well. Um, 15 to 12, uh, high danger saves nine to six mid danger and 11, 11 for low danger, uh, saves. So, um, again, this, this team, they're at least fun and competitive to watch. Right. And that, that's all we want to ask for. Can we see, can we see some pieces, that are going to be part of the future, the next great Sharks team. Um, can you see them perform? Can you see guys who might be dangled at the trade deadline um, improve their stock? And I think right now you're seeing yes on both fronts. And um, we'll probably talk tomorrow about, you know, some of the potential trade stuff, right? We heard from Elliot Freeman uh, about the Sharks wanting to move some defensemen, which they should. They have way too many. And if 
Mario Ferraro could be on the way out. So, um, We'll probably chat about that tomorrow. We got the Islanders game on Tuesday. We got a Detroit game on uh, on Thursday. And uh, probably also going to spend some time checking on the prospects as we do here at Locked on Sharks. So uh, make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts. Uh, when you are done with this one, go check out the Locked on Sports Today. They're got the first ever 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. They cover the top sports stories on the day with local experts of Locked on. Plus, our national shows cover every league uh go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe for the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel um again make sure you guys if you want to be an everyday listener following along wherever you get podcasts and on youtube as well uh you can follow the show on twitter facebook and instagram at locked on sharks you can follow me on twitter at my fry hole until tomorrow bye friends